Welcome to Line 42, a podcast on web development and ways to improve it. And now your hosts, Dino and Igor. Welcome to episode seven, working with APIs. Uh, hello, Dino. Uh, I want to ask you, how was, how was it for you when you just started working with some APIs? Uh, hi, Igor. Um, hi to our listeners. Uh, yeah, I, I think, thought about this uh, for a bit and uh, I remembered, I, I'm not sure which year this was, maybe 2009, 10, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but I remember I was working through a tutorial and it had to do with, uh, uh, with Twitter API, some jQuery scripts to, to fetch your, your, tweet, your latest tweets, I don't know. And I think even a form to, to create a tweet, maybe, I, I'm not sure entirely, but it was really fun for me that experience that, oh man, I, I'm getting the APIs on my screen. Wow, I was so excited. Uh, I remember then. It, it was actually one of the things that uh, uh, created additional interest for that web development for me is, is, is that fiddling with, with the APIs. I remember also, like mo- most developers, one of the first APIs I, I worked on for real was Google Maps API which was free back then, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so it, was, it was fun. Uh, and I, but the, that Twitter example was really, really fun when, when I saw something that's on Twitter, on my, uh, on my screen, on my application, or my index.html file. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, I had a different experience, actually. I, I even questioned myself if I can be a real developer uh, when I started working and tried some APIs. For example, I actually tried to upload a file to Dropbox using their API. And oh, I, I remember that story. <laughs> yeah, and it was, I actually just copied a, a open source code that was there and an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even didn't know back then what were what the APIs were, right? So I just searched on Google, tried it, and and it, I mean, I copied it, I put it there, and it worked. But then I went on reading because I wanted to know how this was done. Actually, I I want I always want to know how something works, uh, and especially since I have some part of code that is working, then I wanted to I want to understand that, and I couldn't. I, I went to the APIs docs and another funny thing is that the API and that code that I used were totally different. So I guess the person who did that managed to to check maybe on Dropbox and how he Dropbox uses that internally and actually scrape that from the networks and use that. But yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, even now, I don't know how their uh, chunking of, of of a large file works. <laughs> when when it is uploaded, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I think that for Dropbox, that's uh, their core business. The key idea is how fast they can upload a large file. That's. I think that's their the top secret also. I mean, there are other companies now, many others that do 
does the same thing, but I think that's really important for them. So it's it's okay that you don't understand that. I think. Yeah, but but I mean, it's it's in the API, right? The documentation is there, mm -hmm. but I never actually understood how I could send chunk chunks of of one file, but oh, yeah. that was definitely a, a long long time ago. So maybe if I go now and try it, I might actually succeed it succeed with yeah, yeah, with yeah, that sure, sure. yeah yeah that, that was one of the things i wanted to touch uh, in, in in our in continuation of the talk of our talk is that uh, documentation is the uh, documentation changed since then a lot i remember that almost all documentation were not bad but depending on on, on the project but uh, a much more um time and, and effort is now put into documentation because everybody is aware how how bad it is if you don't have a good documentation. Yeah, that, that's correct. I mean, yeah. if, if an API has uh, a bad documentation or none of it, it's less likely to be used in other projects. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and how do you, how do you approach when you try to integrate to work with an API? You mentioned the documentation, so I guess you mm -hmm. are doing the same as me. And first, we we now go to documentation. But yeah, do you have an approach, a specific approach to? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Uh, I mean, it's probably very similar to most of the uh, of, of how do you approach and others, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, first thing is documentation and uh, I for sure need to first know what, what I need to do and like I'm clear on what, what needs to be done. I first check documentation if it's possible. That's even before I start to work on a task. Maybe when you are estimating a task, first thing is to see what, you, what I need to do and then uh, check documentation if that's possible and then <laughs> uh, continue with, with that. But specifically in the projects, uh, before, I don't know, uh, when I was just starting out, for sure, I had API calls all over the place in the application, like when you're first starting and, and thing. And uh, that's why now I, I always uh, have a single uh, point where a single cl class, for example, if you want, if you want to talk in, in, in that sense, a single class that's responsible for, for everything regarding APIs. So you could say that I create an API that uh, API for APIs. <laughs> and that way I don't have to worry when I'm writing code, I don't have to worry about always authenticating. And I, this, of course, this is happening un under the surface, but m my code looks uh, uh, like, uh, like it's a, a regular API. Uh, I'm just doing, for example, get posts. I'm just giving an example and everything that needs to happen is happen uh, in, in the background. So. I, I really love that uh, approach where uh, when working with third-party APIs in, in my application, it still feels like I'm working with my code, you know? Yeah, and, not, yeah. uh, and especially with uh, authentication and, and, and such stuff. So yeah, something like that. We could go into specifics on, on uh, when to, how many times, uh, uh, how frequently is, checked if authentication is, is, is uh, expired and such stuff. But yeah, usually that's, that's one of the, the main things I do is to, to, have a, a one, to have one reusable class that I can, I can leverage anytime I want to make some API calls. And especially if you're working in an application that has m multiple 
uh, third-party APIs. And then for sure, it's really good to have a class pair, pair. maybe one class that's uh, responsible, right? Like an abstract class that's responsible for, in general, some API stuff. That could also be a helper, let's maybe. And then a separate class for each third-party API, something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And that, sometimes, that... Some, sorry, sorry. Sometimes I also, uh, if, if it all depends on the API, I work with some APIs that are quite uh, limited and, and or such stuff, then maybe I, I work on projects where I have a, a caching layer, you could say, where I store results temporarily in, 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 uh, in the table of the, let's say, a Laravel database, and then refresh it using jobs and stuff. I also worked that way. Yeah, sorry, I, I interrupted you. Please, please. No, no. I mean that that's a similar approach I, I have. So I always tend to create a wrapper class that mm -hmm. that just uses that same methods inside of it. And then in case I want, if the SDK changes of the API, I can just change the the way it works inside of that wrapper class, and all other code will work as it did before. So that that's definitely a good good thing. And also, yeah, when I'm approaching to integrate, I always look at how they authenticate uh, with their service. Uh, and one thing that's also important, if you if you're not working with SDKs, because in my case, I worked a lot of with a lot of clients that actually create had their own APIs for their business. So that's they have some flaws and there's no documentation and stuff like that. So that definitely an important thing is to know uh, what the API is expecting. Um, some expect a classic post data, some actually expect the application, the, the way that we, the content type that we send is not a form data, but it's a JSON one and stuff like that because that sometimes just working with that and not knowing what type of content they actually request from you uh, will result in, in an API that's not working. So definitely the, those are the authentication and the content type that you need to send are one of the most important parts that I look first before even starting to work with an API. But definitely, of course, if there is an SDK uh, which wraps that all that that all stuff like that uh, in their own code. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's. I think it's a natural thing. Once you worked with with couple of APIs, you 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 learn some some of the pain points, and then uh, that gives you ability to to. to create something to avoid most of the, the potential issues uh, yeah so what would you say what are some of the the best or worst apis you worked with so definitely one of the best apis uh definitely is stripe and i guess you'll you'll probably yeah. agree with me that was my yeah. that was my <laughs> I worked with with some. You would expect. I don't want to to say bad about anybody, but you would expect from from for example from Google to have all everything nice. I mean, it it is really thorough and everything. But I I 
I had sometimes had not that great experiences with working with Google APIs, but with Stripe, it's so natural, like similar to Laravel. It's it's yeah. you you do something, you expect something, and usually that happens. Yeah, like uh, in Python, Python programming language is also like that. If you um, don't know the name of the class, you assume, and you probably assume correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that that's also the part because their documentation is top notch. Yeah. There's no, I mean, I actually worked with another API for payment gateway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's a ADN or something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't know. And they had quite good documentation as well. Uh, and their API was pretty pretty straightforward. So that's that's also good. But definitely, I had to jump through a lot of pages of documentation and their related stuff that should be in, I don't know, in one flow when reading the documentation, they're all over the place. So that's one part that I had to lose time, but with, when working with Stripe, it's everything is there, what you expect to be there, right? Yeah. So uh, they describe everything and you can easily change the version of their API that you use. So, you know, the even if you're on, on an older API, before you upgrade to the newest version, you still have that documentation that is right there for your version. So you don't yeah. have to, I don't know, search from history or something like that to find out what, mm-hmm. what is it. But, and the worst API, I can confidently say that that's PayPal. I mean, their <laughs> documentation, <laughs> especially the paper paypal standard it's one of the worst documentation i have ever read i have ever read right uh, and <clears throat> although the newest one i'm not sure if you ever checked that out i don't remember the last time i worked with the paypal api actually yeah to be honest uh, but yeah in, i don't know a few years ago i would say seven years ago or something like that when i tried to check on the paypal api they had a different one so it's not the paypal standard but i don't know it's a different one they have a lot of different paypal products so not sure which one but api where you need to enter your um, consumer key and secret not just your email and when using that it's much, much better because they have an SDK prepared for that. So you can easily create uh, payment forms and stuff like that. So that mm-hmm. that was much better. But that PayPal standard, the, the one that I tried to use and integrate, that was really a pain to, to do that. Their documentation is also all over the place. And I don't know, uh, maybe for some other developers it was fine but for me definitely one of the worst experiences when working with apis yeah yeah i would say also this depends on what you're doing maybe some parts of it because paypal is huge and their api is huge so probably there are some 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 parts that are that are better than than others and, yeah and, i mean now before... sorry now when oh. you can integrate paypal with braintree and braintree also has uh, a fine fine documentation so you can skip all that with paypal right yeah. there <laughs> yeah 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 correct correct 
Yeah, I would also say Stripe. I I, I thought about that a bit, uh -huh. and Stripe is really something that that uh, that's uh, that's obvious for me in in terms of how how great it is. And uh, so I think the Stripe is a great example, of probably also to, to just a bit uh, change of subject uh, in terms of how they, their company policies. I can imagine that they have, uh, by checking their interface and their documentation and uh, endpoints they, they name and use in API, it's, it's pretty, it tells me a lot of the company actually. I, I see, I can imagine how it's, how it's there in the office, how, how everybody is uh, know, uh, know what, what's important, what, what they need to focus on, and, and, and also in a playful way. You, because when you check their, 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 their user interface, it's, it's suiting for me somehow. I really love it. Uh, not only the API, but the interface also, and their design is, is great in my opinion. So, but uh, in terms of API, yes. Yes, when you when you're working with that, I mean, to integrate is really really easy. But even if you need to 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 use some non-standard API calls, which are not part of the, the usual flow, it's also really really good, I think. Uh, yeah. So, and webhook system, I I I love how they how that sound there also. So, and one of the worst, I, I don't I don't know, yeah, like as you said, PayPal, but I also worked with some crazy soap APIs that are really painful and you need to, uh, and you don't have a doc and you, you're sending that XML and, and something doesn't work and you don't even get the message of what's wrong. You need to, yeah. you need to change note by note to figure out what's wrong. And I oh, have yeah. also that, those experiences. So. I, I remember when we worked together <laughs> and when you had to integrate that, the API that was for, uh, uh, I don't know, tour, tourist agency yeah. that also booked a lot of things like uh, mm. uh, cruises and stuff like that. Both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that API that returned everything and in an, an or, unordered way. So you had to go through that array of information just to find one thing, even yeah. though you just wanted that that to that that part that information to be returned so yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah yeah so basically uh, uh, all good things that we now know about uh, graphql i mean we know that there are bad things about the graphql as well but one of so this is completely opposite of that so you you ask for uh, you, you don't uh, you you get everything that you don't ask for <laughs> even not uh, not only I assume that the REST APIs are limited in that way that the, you cannot define everything you need, you want the, the structure of your of response that you want, but here I would get dump of everything and then just parse through that all <laughs> to, to get what I need. So it was really, really, really bad experience. Yeah. So, so with, with all that, uh, I think we can now speak about the uh, important parts of what we look in what we look for in the API. And I think we also we mentioned some most important thing already is, is documentation. It's I think that in, in APIs uh, case especially it's 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 like a middleman between you and the implementation. You if if documentation is outdated or or not 
descriptive enough you can turn it it can turn out that you lose hours and hours on, on that and with that you do you lose your time uh, that you could spend on something else your clients are using losing money so it's really yeah i i'd say every time you 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 are working on public api i mean also for yourself but for public api for sure if it's if documentation is not correct you you're just doesn't you don't do any anyone favor so uh, so i i just the other day you sent me the the laravel documentation uh, no laravel documentary link and it's it i knew that before but it it also reminded me how uh, why laravel had such a success because of the the how clean their apis are yeah. okay the, we are, today we are speaking about rest apis and web apis but yeah uh, yeah but i mean it's also uh, the the part that <clears throat> same as i guess stripe and similar they're really focused on developer experience and if the if the developer experience is good you, your projects will definitely be used yeah for sure so it's, it's similar how uh, it's popular these days that SaaS projects have uh, a way for users to, to to start interacting with with the system, and that's that to make it grow. One of the obvious examples is Udemy. Uh, so uh, yeah, where where people are are creating content, where the users are creating content. So it's it's same here. It's maybe not obvious, but everyone who is using Laravel is using it because. It, he, he enjoys working with it and then more, many many uh, more and more people are using it and and uh, yeah that, that's what you get when you have a good documentation and clear APIs so it's yeah. Laravel like in Python that I mentioned in Laravel most of the time is really really uh, uh, intuitive uh, how to do something and, and it's named correctly and you see that a lot of thought has gone into that so I would say that's one of the most important things <laughs> first documentation then second expressive uh endpoints or, and methods and yeah when, when you when you from the name you you, you know what's going on I, i'd say yeah that's, that, that's definitely i mean the whole developer experience because if yeah. an api doesn't have a documentation or it's an outdated documentation uh i'm not sure how much i can trust that api yeah. for for my at least for my projects if a client wants to use it uh, I actually can't can do much there. I'll try to implement that. That's it. But for my personal projects, definitely, if an API doesn't have a good documentation, uh, I won't uh, I won't be using that definitely because yeah, I don't want yeah. to risk it. Yeah, for sure. And there is one more thing that comes to mind now. Uh, I think that Stripe also does this very well. I, I love when API is following the 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 functionality that's offered by a product. So let's say in Stripe, everything you can do in, in the user interface, most likely you can do also with yeah. the API. And I, that's that's so good because I had bad experience with it. But just recently I worked with, with an API for ShipStation. It's a service that's used. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have a lot of nice and fancy things that you can do in the interface, but uh, from the API you cannot. And it's really painful yeah. and you need to, I don't know, store PDF on yeah. your file system or in the database yeah, because and they, you cannot request a, a label again 
just give me that yeah. label that I already created. No, they don't have they don't have endpoint for that. Not to yeah. I know, I know. I, I mean enjoy working on that one. On that and they have that yeah. XML uh, API. I mean, at least for WooCommerce, yeah, uh, yeah. we we send XML to. So yeah, yeah, I understand. Constructing I that for, for, for custom pain. store, for custom yeah. store, API, for custom store API, they have XML when you need. Yeah, that's also yeah. Yeah, I, I worked with that a bit, not directly, but I interacted with that code. Uh, with yeah. I I worked with uh, JSON uh, REST API, uh, but I know what you what you mean. I I, I tried that, and yeah, this this is just an example how. Uh, uh, of how to approach that, I would say everything. If you're, if you're, or or, or be really uh, descriptive about it. You say in your API docs, we don't support that, and yeah. this is the reason. Or we are working on it so that you know that this will maybe come or, or not. Yeah, because it's 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 a pain to to create workarounds and around an API on on which you don't have much control. Yeah, that, that's really hard. Yeah. So when we are talking about working, uh, what have you worked on this week? Yeah, so I worked on, on, on many things for, for, for my clients, but uh, one thing that, uh, that uh, was, is maybe interesting is, is one problem we had. We, we, we are working on an application that is a Laravel application with multi, multiple databases, which are every, every one of those databases are, is pretty much the same with different content for, for different clients. And for some reason, from one of the smallest clients, it was the, the, the one endpoint was really, really slow or something about, I don't know, many seconds. It was really crazy. We, and we were checking the, the, the largest one and it was really fast. So it was really odd. So we, we spent a lot of hours in debugging, troubleshooting this. And, and, and as and usually it's something really simple. So it was just a matter of how uh, AWS instance is uh, when you when it's referenced by hostname or IP address, it needs to go outside of the VPC in AWS to to, to resolve the, the 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 actual IP and then go back. And that that was really expensive. And but it's not obvious. We were checking the code and. Why I'm mentioning this is is because we we uh, turn out to do a, a, a backend performance optimization of the, of the application. It's much faster now because of that, but it 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 wasn't related actually to the, to the actual problem. Actual problem was the, this that I mentioned. But we also and not, it's it's a really good feeling now. You know, it's both faster and we resolve the problem. So yeah, something. And you? you uh, I, I'm working and still working on an or for WooCommerce on an order importer mm -hmm. for a client. They created that, but for some reason, uh, when some orders are created, they also get order notes that are from the past, maybe from some other order or something like that. So I'm actually debugging that and see and trying to understand why that would actually happen. So my next step is to, to deactivate, every, uh, deactivate everything we have and just leave that what I need to work with and see if it will happen again. Uh, 
that's my next step because I tried a lot of things. And another thing, yeah, I worked also on our SaaS. So I was uh, trying to get the uh, URL for video when you have the custom video, which Notion does return, but it does not return this uh, all the parameters that you need for the AV, um, the AVS to work with because it's hosted there. So that was a big thing to solve. Uh, since if you want to have courses, you probably will have custom videos that are not public. Uh, so yeah, but I figured it out. I had to call another URL, another REST API. Uh, to get those signed URLs that we can work with. So that was oh, cool. a big win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they need to be signed. Yeah, that's most likely S3. We, went, we were talking about that. Probably, yeah. 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 So, and, uh, yeah. so it, probably they first sign it using Amazon AWS SDK and then returns that link, which, which has... Uh, probably uh, yeah, yeah probably has expiry uh, yeah. none and then it's always available with, with when called like that maybe yeah i don't know but yeah it's working so that's that's that's, that's the only thing work. important yeah cool. yeah yeah so i think we're done right yep yep I'd say great so. great yeah thank you all for listening and see you next week yeah, see you. Bye. Thank you for listening. Watch for bugs on Line 42.